Several years ago, there was a popular song called One of Us. It was by Joan Osborne that asked the question, what if God was one of us, just a slob like one of us, just a stranger on the bus trying to make his way home? These poems for this book, God Got a Dog, are an effort to answer that question. Some of these poems were originally published in a book called God Went to Beauty School. I want to read the original poem by this title. God went to beauty school. He went there to learn how to give a good perm and ended up just crazy about nails. So he opened up his own shop, Nails by Jim, he called it. He was afraid to call it Nails by God. He was sure people would think he was being disrespectful and using his own name in vain, and nobody would tip. He got into nails, of course, because he always loved hands. Hands were some of the best things he'd ever done. And this way, he could just hold one of them in his and admire them, those delicate bones just above the knuckles, delicate as birds' wings. And after he'd done that a while, he could paint all the nails any color he wanted. Then say, beautiful, and mean it. What if God caught a cold, and he was such a baby? He never caught colds. He loved to brag about it, and how he was, there he was, snot-nosed. It's hard to be authoritative with a cold. It's hard to thunder, thou shalt not, when it comes out, thou don't not. <laughs> Nobody takes him seriously, and besides, he wanted some comic books and juice and somebody to be nice to him. He called up his old friend, Mother Teresa. He asked her to come over and see him. He asked, could she bring some comic books? And of course she did. Mother Teresa loves all who suffer, even God. Maybe him a little more. As Mother Teresa knew, when you care for the sick and the dying and the lonely and the cast-offs of society, you are seeing the face of God. You can answer the question that were asked of Matt, Jesus in Matthew 25. When did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The answer, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Now, these poems have a lighthearted air of the sacrilegious about them, but I love them. And the wonderful qualities of God that these poems lift up, that God thinks we are beautiful and our hands are some of his best work, that they mourn with us when a loved one dies, that starting your day sitting under a tree makes for some peace in your life and that they care for the sick and the lonely and the lost souls that God loves elephants. I find these poems illustrate all these lovely qualities of the divine that we are called to discover within ourselves and then share with family and friends and strangers alike. Today I want to celebrate what it means to be fully human, to live our lives with an open mind, loving heart, and helping hands. I am sure a lot of you remember the old Disney version of Pinocchio that was made in 1940 
and is now on Disney Plus. I remember going to see it in the theater as a kid. It made an impression. The blue fairy made Pinocchio the marinette come to life and told him he would not become a real boy, fully human, until he showed himself to be brave, truthful, and unselfish. Pinocchio was alive, went to school, sang and danced, and made some pretty poor choices. Remember the nose? But not until he rescued Geppetto from the belly of the whale did he fulfill the blue fairy's admonition. Many folks similarly make poor choices or don't feel whole or live lives of materialism and hunger for power. They are alive, but we don't become fully human until we've lived out a life of love and wisdom and usefulness, brave, truthful, and unselfish. Our goal for our life journey isn't to become spiritual, but to become fully human, created in the divine's image and living a life that embodies heaven. The 18th century theologian and mystic Emanuel Swedenborg says that actually God is fully human, a passage from the Swedenborg Foundation's website, God as Human. Swedenborg asserts in many places that God is not only human, but uniquely and definitively so. We, in fact, are truly human only to the extent that we live according to the divine principles. Swedenborg rejects, therefore, the notion of a single human being who lives in heaven walking around and performing miraculous feats. God's essence, Swedenborg tells us, exists outside of space and time and therefore is truly infinite and eternal. God is human in the sense that they are the source of all love and wisdom." Close quote. Likewise, a human being living on earth is not human because of their body, but because of their ability to embody this divine nature, loving, wise, and useful. I was reading an article in the paper the other day by an author lamenting that we don't do morals education anymore. We don't teach about being brave, honest, and unselfish in any explicit way. Now, I agree that the teachings with these type of stories in the past were often from white, Eurocentric, and cisgendered stereotypes. And if you ever have occasion to watch the old Disney version of Peter Pan on Disney+, Plus, you would cringe and be horrified by the depiction of the indigenous people. No disclaimer at the beginning of this film can really justify showing this movie. Churches and religious education for children seem to be a place where morals education is attempted, and even then it's not always explicit. The church in the larger sense has lost its moral authority in some ways because of the child abuse scandals and the phony televangelists and the treatment of the LGBTQ plus community. Somewhere along the line, greed became good. Extreme violence became entertainment, and I don't think those are real housewives. <laughs> what happened to aspiring to be fully human? We elected as president a person that is cruel, dishonest, power-hungry, and still popular. Don't get me started. Morals education seems old-fashioned and had many shortcomings, but we seem to have thrown the baby out with the bathwater. Dr. Leo Buscalia, the original television love guru, used to be on public television regularly back in the day. Anybody remember besides me and Sandra? I enjoy a lecture of his from way back in the 1970s entitled, The Art of Being Fully Human. 
Being fully human is God's gift to you. What you do with it is your gift to God, was his tagline. Dr. Buscali's message can seem quaint now, but in his lecture on the art of being fully human, he highlighted several actions and attitudes we can take in our quest to be better human beings. I would like to lift up a few of them. Number one, you cannot give what you do not have. The art of being human starts with liking and caring for yourself. Celebrate your humanness. Take risks. Do it now. Number two, celebrate others. Number three, don't take everything so seriously. Don't get bogged down in too much routine. Laugh more. Because you are human, you do have magic. Number four, cultivate a democratic character. No one is better or worse than we are. Practice forgiveness. And number five, and my personal favorite, keep your mind full and your bowels empty. <laughs> I have a favorite poem from God Got a Dog that I want to read for you now. It's called God Made Spaghetti. God made spaghetti and she didn't have a ceiling, so she tried to make it stick to Jupiter, but that just vaporized the noodle. So God decided she had to have faith it was cooked al dente. She filled up a big bowl and she got herself a piece of sourdough and a copy of the New Yorker, and God had supper. And she would actually have liked somebody to talk to. She didn't like eating alone. But most people think God lives on air, Apparently, they've not noticed all the food she's created, so nobody ever invites her over unless it's communion, and that's always such a letdown. <laughs> God's gotten used to one plate at the table. She lights a candle anyway. So I'll make spaghetti and invite someone over, sit under a tree and meditate on the beauty of this world. Mourn for your loved ones who have died. Get a dog. The spirit of love will be with you and shining through you. My hope for all of us today is that we all celebrate and become fully human. May it be so.